Hello, people. You're welcome to another exciting edition of Gracefield Arena. Now, in case you're just listening to our podcast for the first time, Gracefield Arena is a program put together for the promotion of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the equipping of Christians through spirit-filled and edifying teachings for a triumphant Christian life. Now, anchor scripture for today I'll be taking from the book of Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 and it says there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit there is therefore now no condemnation to them which walk which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit What we're looking at today is a common phrase in the body of Christ, and it's simple: walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit. No, you hear a lot of Christians say, "Yeah, I understand. I need to walk in Spirit. I understand it's very important for me to live by the Spirit." But what does it really mean to walk in the Spirit? Is it like literally walking one step at a time <laughs> with your spiritual legs so to say Well let's look at the critically from the scriptures Still on Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 it says There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made us free from the law of sin and death now i want us to move from that verse to now to verse 6 well, let's start let's start with verse 5 it says for did i after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh But did I after the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace now one thing is significant and it's very important we point it out and that's the fact that walking in the spirit is the basis for righteousness in Christ Jesus. In other words, if you're not walking in the spirit, if you're not living in the spirit so to say, you can't really be righteous. Now, the idea of righteousness is the fact that God has declared you righteous. The Bible says We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that He is, so are we in this world. Jesus died, died on the cross of Calvary, so we can be righteous, not necessarily because we did right, but because we are right in Him. But what living the reality of righteousness on the atrium? is subject to one condition 
and is walking in the Spirit. Now, walking in the Spirit is the same thing as being spiritually minded. When you say you're walking in the Spirit, you are also saying that you're being spiritually minded. In other words, you're conscious of spiritual things. You're letting spiritual things influence the things you do, influence your daily activity. So now, how do you get the process started? Yes, you are interested in walking in the Spirit. You are interested in being spiritually minded. How do you get the process started? First, you have to be born again. That's non-negotiable. If you are not a Christian, you have to be a Christian. You have to give your life to Christ. That's number one. Number two is you have to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Most times the evidence are speaking in tongues. You have to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. That's scriptural. The Holy Ghost has to come upon you. When you're baptized with the Holy Ghost, you will be able to speak in tongues. It's an evidence. Now, if you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost, if the Holy Spirit is not in you, then you are not really functioning. You can't really function as a Christian. You can't. Because it takes the Holy Spirit to actually walk in the reality of your sonship. To actually live the life that God Almighty has called you to live. In this book of Romans chapter 8 verse 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. After the, you have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, then you need to come to the realization that you are not ordinary anymore. In other words, you are not like every other human being on earth. The Bible calls us a royal priesthood, a peculiar person, a holy nation. We are more than conquerors. That's how God sees us in redemption. So you need to come to that awareness that you can't really live your life the way you used to live them in the past. You need to come to the understanding that you are a different person. Now these are the steps to spiritual mindedness. In other words, to walking in the spirit. When you come to this understanding that you're different and now there is a specified way of life for you, then you're making progress on the journey. Now, after you've come to the realization that you're a different species, then you've got to 
access the information that are necessary for you to live the new life that you've accepted. Because the Bible makes us realize if any man is in Christ, is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. Now that you're born again, now that you're spirit-filled, tongue-talking, it doesn't stop there. You need to start accessing God's opinion concerning you from the scriptures. In other words, you need to start reading the word of God. Go to the New Testament. Meditate on what God says concerning you as a new creation. Look at what he wants you to do. Know God's will is as far as your life and your journey as a Christian is concerned. It's very important. The Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. You can't jump from being born again into walking in the spirit automatically like that. You've got to pass through these processes. You've got to be filled with the spirit first before you can actually walk in the spirit. And then you've got to understand the language of the spirit. Because if you have a friend who is Spanish and you are English and you don't understand the Spanish language, yet you're a very close friend, you might not necessarily be able to communicate with each other, not because you don't love yourselves, but because you don't understand each other's language. Now, the person who speaks Spanish might as well be someone who's quite beneficial, influential, who can bless you in so many ways, but because Whenever he talks, whenever he tries to relate those benefits he wants to render to you, to you, by communicating, you don't seem to get it because you can't decode his language. What I'm saying in essence is, walking in the Spirit also means understanding the Spirit, understanding the Holy Spirit. Now, you can't understand the Holy Spirit without knowing his language. And his language is simple, light. The language of the Holy Spirit is light. And what is light? Light is the Word of God. The Word of God is light. So the more the Word of God you have in you, the more understanding of the Holy Spirit you get. It doesn't just jump on you. You've got to meditate on the word. Because the more you meditate on the word, the more spiritually conscious you become. Because the, the word of God opens you to a new world entirely and begins to reorientate you. And then your mindset changes. Now, all of this process is gradually culminating into walking in the spirit hallelujah so now that you have learned to meditate on the word of god there is another interesting part and is the part of intimacy you see when you have a friend intimacy is important 
Intimacy is important. Now that you've understand the person's language, you know the word of God. You understand the Holy Spirit very well because the Holy Spirit is actually a person. Is a person. And now that you understand him so you understand his language so well, you need to communicate with him. And he must communicate back to you. And the only way you can communicate with the Holy Spirit is in the place of prayer. In other words, the play, the way you can speak to him. Because communication is a two-way thing. He can communicate to you through his word. And you can communicate back to him through your prayer. Now, prayer is necessary as far as walking in the spirit or being spiritually minded is concerned. Prayer is essential. You have to pray. As a Christian, you must pray every day. If you have a friend and you don't communicate every day, that relationship wouldn't be healthy. You don't wait until you need something before communicating with your father. You don't wait until you need something before communicating with a close friend. Communication helps enhance intimacy. So if you're claiming you're spiritually minded, you want to walk in the reality of God's plan, you want the Holy Spirit to be out walking you two for seven, you've got to learn to communicate with him on a daily basis. Go to God in prayer. Say, oh, what about if I don't have a prayer point? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, that's a template to pray. You don't necessarily have to have a prayer point to start a prayer. One thing is important and is the fact that you accept that Jesus is the Lord of your life and your life now is lived by him. In other words, it lives through you. Like Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. So when you come to this realization that Christ lives through you, then it's just about coming into his presence and saying, Father, have your way. Let your will be done over my life. Hallowed be thy name. Acknowledging his lordship over your life. Praising him. Thanking him for what he has done for you. These are the ways to pray. And when you've done all of that, you can ask for whatever it is. If you have a request, then you can go ahead to make your request. Now that's important. You have to always acknowledge God in place of prayer. And prayer is not just about asking for things. It's about intimacy, like I said earlier. It also empowers you. Bible says that Jesus prayed the fashion of dust. His countenance was altered. It helps to sharpen that uh, relationship channel between you and God. That communication channel between you and God. You can hear from God clearly when you're a prayerful person. Yes. That's how it works. Now that you've learned how to pray, and now that you're praying, your journey to walking in the Spirit 
is is has begun already. Yeah, it has begun. That's how it begins. You've decided you you've learned how to meditate on the word of God. You've given your life to Christ. You're baptized in the Holy Ghost, and now you're a prayerful person. It doesn't stop there. You've got to learn to confess the word of God over your life. You have to start learning how to live like God on the earth. Yes, that's what he wants. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. Christianity is the pulsating life of divinity at work in humanity. Christianity is Christ manifested through you on the earth right so as a christian you your personality is meant to depict the nature of christ when people see you by your actions inactions your words communication lifestyle generally they can easily say that oh that's a child of god that's a child of god and the best way to actually achieve this which is also a, a significant uh, part of walking in the spirit is to know what the fruit of the spirit are now the holy spirit is at work in you is empowered you to live his own kind of life that he wants you to live now It doesn't just manifest physically without you necessarily playing a part. Yes, the Bible says the Holy Spirit quickened our mortal bodies. Yeah, He's capable of doing that. It's going to influence your mortal body. It's going to influence your life. It's going to empower you. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So it gives you the power to be able to live right. But you've got the responsibility to act it out. And how do you live right? by professing the fruits of the spirit now all of these are the journeys of walking in the spirit are they uh, i describe them as the prerequisites the necessary qualities that are essential for you to walk in the spirit or to be spiritually minded yeah so the fruit of the spirit are very essential go to the scriptures what are the fruit of the spirit Look at the ones that you know you don't have and begin to confess them and begin to tell yourself that these are to work in my life and begin to make deliberate efforts to work in the reality of the fruits of the spirit make deliberate effort to work in the reality of the fruit of the spirit it's important all right and now that you've learned how to walk in the fruit of the spirit It doesn't stop there. Because as long as you're still on earth, walking in the spirit takes extra effort. The Bible says, be not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. There might be forces, uh, demonic forces, powers you know devilish powers that may want to influence your life 
negatively so you don't necessarily uh, so you you don't uh, so you can't enjoy what god wants you to do so you can't enjoy that new life of you walking in the spirit yeah forces demonic forces i want to stand against you so you need to know the art of warfare it's also part of walking in the spirit you have to be spiritually sensitive to the warfare part now what's the warfare part is understanding that as christians you've got to pray without ceasing like i said earlier and of course you've got to be spiritually alert on daily basis you've got to wage the war on your mind win the war of your mind because it's essential take out negative thoughts so you can consistently think right because these forces can deprive the manifestation of that righteousness that God has embedded in you to find expression on this earth realm so it's important for you to wage warfare against these forces if there is any in your life now if you have done all of these things then you've made tremendous progress i want to say a big congratulations to you yeah why because you've made significant progress if you can come that far now finally this is also very important in walking in the spirit now that you've have the fruit of the spirit that work in you you baptize in the holy ghost you need power enough power because now that you're a blessing to yourself you've got to be a blessing to others because on your journey as christian walking in love is not negotiable in fact that's who we are we are meant to live in love it's easier to live in love when the fruit of the spirit is at work in your life you have the power of the ghost you're praying and you've meditated on the word of god now i'm bringing in love at this point not necessarily because it's less important than the other qualities but because it's actually easier to walk in the, in God's love when all of these other things are at work in you the love of God is a responsibility in fact it's very important to walk in in the spirit it's not a matter of reward it's not because somebody did right or did wrong then you love them or you decide not to love them no The love of God isn't subjected to people's actions or inactions. The love of God it's God's own responsibility that he has committed into your hands. That's the only responsibility is given you. Walk in love. Follow peace with all men. Love your neighbor as yourself. love people in spite of their wrongdoings love them in spite of whatever it is you don't like about them 
It doesn't matter what they did right or what they didn't do. Love them regardless. Don't let your love for other people be influenced by your feelings towards them. Let the basis of your love towards other people be in accordance with the fruit of the Spirit at work in you. In other words, let it be based on God's instruction as far as relating with your fellow humans is concerned. Let your love towards others be based on God's word of kindness, long-suffering, honesty, humility, meekness, joyfulness, faithfulness. That's how it works. Walking in love. When you walk in love, if you if you if you manage to get to this point of having to walk in love, being filled with the Holy Ghost, walking in the fruit of the Spirit, uh, letting the fruit of the Spirit to find expression in your life, praying, meditating on the Word of God, and confessing the Word of God on a daily basis, then hey, you you're actually walking in the Spirit. Yeah, that's how it works. And then the Holy Spirit will begin to communicate with you on significant things that has to do with your life. It will begin to relate with you like a son to a father. There will be a good connection. You won't be alone. And that brings us to second to the last. And it is being conscious of the Holy Spirit. You have to be conscious of the Holy Spirit every day. Decide to be conscious of Him when you wake up in the morning. Sing to the Holy Spirit. You've got to, you've got to be conscious of Him. John said, I was in the Spirit on the lost day and I heard. You can't be in the flesh and hear the voice of the Spirit. You can't be carnally minded and expect to hear the voice of the Spirit. You can't be thinking carnal things and expect to walk in the Spirit. The Bible says, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit, because they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually designed. So learn to be spiritually conscious. When you wake up in the morning, take for example, you can pray to God, pray for a few minutes, and then before you step out, you can sing a song to the Holy Spirit. You can appreciate His presence in your life. I have a song I sing. Let me teach you. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for another day. Yesterday was good. I know today will be much better. So let the blessings of the brand new day be my portion all the way. Let everything I will touch be blessed and be full of grace. Good morning, Spirit of the Living God. Good morning, Spirit of the Mighty One. How was your night? Mine was amazing. Good morning. The dearest friend to me. Yeah, that's the song. You can decide to, you know, practice it and use it to appreciate the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life on a daily basis. And now to the last one. 
you must witness yeah it's part of the process you must witness to other people the bible says blessed are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace listen you got to preach the gospel now that you're saved now that the peace of god is resident in your heart now that you're walking in the spirit and you are walking in love hey it doesn't just end there you have to be a blessing to people around you by witnessing to them because if you're walking in the spirit and every people every other person around your vicinity are, are still pagans they're not born again then hey the lord didn't just save you for yourself alone he saved you so that you can be a blessing to other people the bible says in the book of isaiah uh, about uh, the story of jesus christ and it said the spirit of the lord is upon me he has anointed me when you check the list of everything jesus was going to do with the anointing none had to do with him so the blessing of god in your life you walking in the spirit now is not necessarily for you yourself alone it's also meant for you to witness to others now that you have their access to the spirit now that you have a good relationship with him by him you can bless others you can witness to them lay your hands on them so that they can also be baptized with the spirit and with that oh my goodness it will be a pleasant world for you if you can do all of these things then you are actually walking in the spirit then you can say how the righteousness of god in christ is just i'm living a triumphant life yeah you can live a triumphant life you can that way absolutely and that's the size of the package for today and your number one spirit fueled program grace fueled arena you can do well to join us again for another exciting edition or episode if i could put it that way on point you then i leave you with this a good life is when you smile often dream big laugh a lot and realize that blessed you have for what you have you may not have all you want but there are a lot of people out there who would do anything to be in your shoes so don't let the few things you don't have make you take the things you have for granted be grateful be humble and always be happy and joyful amadito rodanio i love you